everyone, and welcome to Televisions, the podcast, an audio companion to the Televisions website and a show made by Anglophiles for Anglophiles. I am Lacey Barger-Milas, and I'm the editor here at Televisions, and joining me as per usual is my co-host, Miss Sandy Bonner. Hello. Hello. She's also the associate editor here, but I forgot to say that. That's little... okay. It's because you're going a little fast. I am. <laughs> I'm also extremely sunburned, so I'm not, I'm just not in my best not in my best it's okay we forgive you i know normally i'm such a like stickler for going out and, and putting sunscreen on and i just it's okay i'm the person who always forgets to put sunscreen on my feet and wonders why the tops of my feet got burnt oh my gosh i i only went to the capital pride festival for like a couple of hours with my friends and like whoosh still hurts hmm. me. sorry about that um okay so what are we talking about today uh we are talking about um a show that theoretically should be extremely rated for me, but I don't actually think that it is. And I'm going to try to figure out why, why while we have this conversation, which is uh, Hotel Portofino. And to help us out, we have our contributor, Carm Crow, and joining us, who is recapping it for us. And probably, unlike me, can actually name all the characters. So get ready for that, folks. <laughs> Hi, Carmen. Hi. Uh, I, I hope to be able to help with that. I, I have watched it one and a half times. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's more than me. I did watch it once because I know that I do have a reputation for sometimes not watching things, but I did watch it. I, I, I took a few notes because sometimes writing it down helps me remember. <laughs> oh, that's good. All right. But I will not I will not promise that I won't say Cyril instead of Cecil or something <laughs> like that. That's OK. I'm like, which one is Cyril or Cecil? I don't know. We'll see. I'm winging this. So Hotel Portofino, before we actually talk about the show, I, I just want to uh, sort of um, give some background on this. This is the first original series from the people at Eagle Eye Drama. Eagle Eye Drama are the people who are, are ba it's basically the studio that was created out of Walter's Choice. It's the same people as Walter's Choice. They basically decided to make a studio and start doing English remakes of their uh, foreign language shows that were the biggest hits. Um, and we've had two of those so far. We've had The Professor T and we've had uh, Before We Die. So this is actually their first. It isn't a remake of one of their hit shows. It's their first original. Um, and, you know, I was not a fan of either of their remakes, um, and so I came into this a little, you know, nervous um, because, you know, here it, I, I was hopeful because this is sort of, you know, this is their first time of, you know, starting from scratch and maybe it'd be really great. Um, but also, you know, they don't have anything to follow here. So God knows what would come out of it. Um, and honestly, my first response when I saw the opening credits was holy Downton Abbey. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> It really, like, it's not even trying to, to be, like, we're, it's not even trying to front. It's just, like, we are ripping off Down Abbey from, like, the opening moment. Right? Like, even Gilded Age didn't bother with a train. It went to, tr it went to cars. This was just straight up, like, nope. We are doing the train. We are doing the Mrs. Patmore. We are doing the Daisy. We are doing all of it. Like, it was really, truly... Even the title card looks like Down yeah, Abbey. Like yeah. the... Mm -hmm. I mean, the music, the only thing that was missing was the fact that the that, that I actually know the lyrics to the Downton Abbey song, even though, like, they don't actually play them. So I always hear it play in my mind. Um, the, the music I have questions, but I don't want to know the answers. 
so I'm not going to ask them. Um, it's the the name of the song is uh, "I Was Made for Loving You," and you should look it up on uh, iTunes. Um, because oh, thank you. Yeah, that's okay. Um, once you hear the lyrics, you'll never unhear them. Um, anyway, um, so I didn't have lyrics here, but I could so totally hear the same like riff underneath. Like it's the same, it's the same, it's in the same key. It just, it feels so holy Downton Abbey. <laughs> yeah. I have it written down. I have Italy, 1926, Downton Abbey. <laughs> <laughs> I love your notes. <laughs> um, Do you know what it does not have that Downton Abbey has? And that is characters that I remotely care about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's mean. Um, But not I absolutely know. incorrect. I feel like I, I, I feel like I should be nice to this show because, like I said, it's the only thing this summer that's not a mystery. But I'm sorry. I'm just going to start off with my thoughts, which are I was incredible. I mean, maybe it's going to maybe it's going to take a while to find its groove or something. But I was incredibly bored. There are too many storylines. I don't know. The, I mean, I need to focus on learning people's names. Right. Clearly. And there were just too many. There is too much plot in this first episode to be able to follow who all the names are. Like, I caught that Lady Latchmere's name is Lady Latchmere, partly because she's Anna Chancellor and I know who she is, and partly because she's the one who is constipated, and I thought that was funny. Um, <laughs> she is, I, I, can you imagine, though, them being like, Maggie Smith, we're going to make your character constipated. She would have just left. <laughs> Should, she would have been like, you thought, and should have peaced out. But this is Anna Chancellor, and she was um, dumped at the altar by Hugh Grant in Four Weddings and a Funeral, kind called Duckface, so, or whatever they called her, so... Anyway, um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I caught her. I caught her name. Um, I caught uh, Bella, Lucian, and Cecil, um, who are the Ainsworths. Mm-hmm. Um, Bella and Cecil are married. Uh, Bella is in love with somebody who she's writing letters to, who is not Cecil, whose name is Henry. Whose name is Henry? Okay, see, <laughs> see, you caught more than I did. Um, uh, Cecil is busy trying to get Lucian to marry Rose Drummond Ward. Um, but his, and he says it's for her money and like, and, and Bella seems to believe this, but it really seems that the reason Cecil wants to make his son marry this woman is because he's banging her mother. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I thought it was maybe because he was afraid he was gay. Did anybody else get gay vibes from him and his doctor friend yeah, I, right. I did get i got gay vibes from that too but i didn't think that it, I, I i got the sense more that 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 cecil's uh that, that that cecil's motivation here was because he was banging julia and but he needed a, a cover for it they'll have their kids get married so they can bang like you know in peace but yeah, that's kind of weird. But yeah, I mean, it's like more access to her because they're yeah, family now. Just have an affair. Come on. <laughs> well, they have a past, apparently, because he says, you know, they're watching them and they're not getting along very well, the youngsters. And um, he says, oh, you know, something about, oh, that's what we were like when we were their age or something. I don't know. I mean, it, it sounds like they were uh, young lovers at some point in their lives. And and seem to still be ready to, like, jump each other's bones the moment right, that they right. get off screen. I mean, for heaven's sakes. Um, I, I, I That was actually, I have to admit that that was the moment when I decided there was one too many plot lines going on here. 
Mm-hmm. Um, because up until then, I was vaguely managing to cover. I was ba- vaguely managing to keep up, right? So this there's is very a very down- much like that that Coco Chanel saying about like take a piece of jewelry off when you leave. That. Right? No, take a plot line. Look, every it's, I really do believe that this is true of many shows in 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 the prestige TV era that they need to just look in the camera and take one plot line off before leaving the studio. I do genuinely believe this. Um. Honestly, I had been sort of keeping track up until then. There's the Jack Turner dude who's the American with with the mm-hmm. uh, with the woman who is probably not actually his wife, but we right. don't actually know. Um, there is a uh, there is the 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 nanny who shows up who Bella decides can't read because she doesn't know what eggs Benedict, Egg Benedict is, is. <laughs> um, which is ridiculous. Um, and then of course there's the doctor um, Anish. I think mm-hmm. was his name. I, right. I I didn't I didn't catch a last name at all. So if there is one, I'm sorry. Um, and he and uh, Sengupta. Oh, thank you. Um, he and Lucian are. Um, I think he's there to. I think he's the doctor who is sort of looking after Lucian because Lucian right. suffers from shell shock. But I think they're also in love. But I'm not actually sure they know they're in love. Maybe Anish knows he's in love and Lucian doesn't. Or maybe they're just both in the closet. I couldn't quite figure that out. Also, wasn't the new nanny the daughter of someone? Yes. Well, okay. I don't but know. I couldn't figure out who she was the daughter of. This show needs to come with a flowchart. Okay, I'll, I'll explain. The cook... Um, Betty. Not Mrs. Patmore. Right, right. Not Mrs. Patmore. Uh, But she is from Yorkshire because she's from Whitby. Uh, She explains that uh, she was in service with uh, Constance's mother when they were young. And so uh, for whatever reason, she asked Constance's mother asked for them to send um, or to, to accept her to be a nanny or, you know, to work at their house because apparently she needs to get away from some um, scandal or shame in her life, which we don't know what that is yet. So something happened to Constance. It's probably a baby. It, right, it, exactly. it, it's almost always a baby. Let's exactly. just be honest. Yeah. Um, and in a, in a show that, that has already been this predictable, I'm going to go with baby. Yeah, I would too. Um, I I have questions. Um. <laughs> Um, the Jack Turner guy wanders around talking about buying, uh, paintings, but I can't tell if, if it's because he just sort of like said it sort of, uh, uh, as an aside and then Cecil got all obsessed with it because Lucian actually really wants to be a painter or if it's actually like a real thing. Um, I can't or actually. Is it fi- like a euphemism? <laughs> <laughs> like it could be. <laughs> Everyone's laughing now. I'm just here to be the comic relief, guys, because this show is just honestly like human somnex. I'm sorry. I'll try one more episode, but I fully need them to at least make me remember who people's names are. Well, I have to watch them all, so. (laughs) You're welcome. And you know what? You know what? Carbon Fear Edification, I was going to take this until Annie offered it to you, and I'm feeling great about that little bit of kismet right now. (laughs) Welcome to the behind the scenes working of this website, guys. (laughs) What I was hoping was that this was going to be in the same vein as uh, Corfu, um, mm. the the Durrells and Corfu. We talked we talked about this during the the summer preview, and I I thought of you because I said that too. I said I got real like uh, Durrells vibes from it because it's mm-hmm. that same sort of like kind of like a travelogue, but where they pretend it's a show. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. This has like way more plot than that, and no animals. 
and, and not nearly as good dialogue or characters. <laughs> I, I honestly like there was a there's that point um, right after dinner where they where right when we you get Lucian and 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 uh, Ansel and uh, sorry uh, uh, Anish. Uh, by the water and there's the whole long sequence of of people jumping in and out of the water and, and swimming and that to me was a moment of travelogue and that's where I thought the show was going and then just too much plot just came down the pikeway just came down the parkway and just like slammed into me and it was really upsetting yeah um, I, I mean it's some of it's very pretty um, but that's not story but at the same time yeah you're being thrown too much story yeah, I, 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 there's also too many characters. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I don't know why we were introduced to Count, Count, Count Car, Carlo, Count Carlos. I don't even know what his name was. He was a count. <laughs> Welcome to my world. Random count pointed out at dinner for no reason whatsoever. Right. I wish it were even like about, like, I thought I was like, oh, that's going to be what's going on here is that everybody's going to be judgy yeah. because this is a haven for rich people. But it's also like this woman is trying to act like a rich, rich person, but they're going to be like, whatever, capitalism, you're merchant class or whatever, because you're running this business. But like none of that happened. Right. Kind of nothing happened. For, for, so, for the amount of plot that we got, yes, nothing happened. Other than like some dude came in and said money. <laughs> but do you know like when we talk about the gilded age like nothing happened on the gilded age but i enjoyed watching that like this isn't even i don't i don't necessarily need something to happen but like mm-hmm. a meteor could strike this hotel and i'd be like okay um so <laughs> oh, oh, who is, okay so lady latchmere's uh lackey um what's her name melissa M- michelle M- with an m uh, i'm pretty sure her name started with an m is imogen right. king is the actor right, um, right. <laughs> um and that might be where i got the m from i'm not actually sure um i i couldn't figure out what her deal was exactly i kept waiting for some sort of romance something to happen with her or to her to make eyes at somebody and if she did i missed it right her name is melissa you're right oh hey go me yeah. <laughs> I just in my notes i thought she was her niece or something okay you know it's kind of like that um uh uh room with a view you know where like you have to have an older lady along with you to be able to do your tour of europe or something maybe that was mm. it i don't know but yeah she's cert- <laughs> she's certainly like just the one running here and you know doing stuff for her i don't know <laughs> i truly cannot wait to see what like viewer the viewers at home you guys you guys listening out there in the dark to sound like Gloria Swanson think of this show because sometimes I watch things and I'm like oh okay I can fully see how my reaction is or is not like sort of different from the general public I have fully no idea how anyone is going to respond to this show I haven't felt that in a while but it's like it's not a good way but I'm intrigued um I, I I will say the other thing that also really threw me about this show. Um, obviously, this being you know t- the 2020s, any update of Downton Abbey is going to have people of color, which the Gilded Age did pretty well with. At least I thought so. I know Lacey was less was less impressed. Um, here, I mean, it was it was very there was an attempt, and I respect that attempt. This attempt. 
um, other than Anish, uh, is a, a, a I don't know what her name is. I I don't think she's supposed. Yeah. I don't think she's Mrs. Turner. Um, no. she's I, I uh, the actress is Lily Fraser. That's the only thing I really know about her. Um, is that I was just like. At, at one point, I actually uh, slacked Lacey while I was watching this, and I said, "If one more person reaches for the smelling salts, because that was because Lily Fraser walks by, I just I I I get that we are supposed to be sort of shocked that we have a a, a black a character in in 1926, but also okay, that was over the top and unnecessary." Right. And it actually made me uncomfortable. Also, though, it's 1926 and rich people. Right? There's a, It's 1926 and rich people. And we're in, in Italy. In, right? Right? They're supposed to be a little more progressive than this, I thought. Right? And, on, and also, like, by setting this in Italy, you are giving yourself the opportunity to add characters of color of all, from all stripes. You know, I mean, Italy is, you know, just north of Africa. There's all of, you know, there's... This is this is an area that is you know much more mixed than you know we might are than some people would argue. Um, like there is no argument here about that, and so we can you know I I just I was really startled by that and really uncomfortable about it. Like it seemed unnecessary, and I couldn't quite understand why that was the way we chose to do this. Well, I was also confused as to why she was there. Honestly, like, why are any of them there? But yes, like, I got the sense that this was like a soft launch of the hotel. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, who? Like, where did that woman come from? Well, where did where did where did Jack turn in in the same way? Where did Jack Turner come from? Right. Since he, she's there with him, you know, random American who shows up. I, I'm not actually sure if that actor is American. Um, I don't think he is. I've seen him in other things, and I think okay. he's because his his American accent was not great. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Um, and I couldn't tell if it was if, if if that was deliberate or if he was just you know, it is amazing to me sometimes how badly the American accents come off in some of these PBS shows that are made in England. It really does throw me because you know we have so many actors who are secretly British on mm-hmm. so many shows. Yeah, but if you look at like I mean I love y'all know that I love Benedict Cumberbatch, but that man can't do an American accent. No, he cannot. That is very true. I was more thinking of like Millie Bob because I just Stranger Things is out right now. I was thinking of Millie Bobby Brown or uh-huh. um, Charlie Heaton. You could hear it in the first season, but nowadays you can't hear it at all. Um, right. So, like, you know, there there are so many that are, that are, you know, this actor is secretly British and you didn't know it. And why can't, I guess I sort of expect that British actors have a higher standard of doing American accents than American <laughs> actors do British accents because of this, which I guess is unfair of me, but oh well. Um, I'm just, I'm, I, yeah, I have questions. But he, yeah, he is definitely English. Okay. Um, and has done far more. He's Doctor Who, Ashes to Ashes, Oil's oh. War. Um, who was so, he in yeah. Doctor Who? Or what season of Doctor Who was he in? Uh, I'd have to go. watch as we do research live on it the was- show. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, it's oh. so easy to do when you have your phone in front of you. I know it uh, is. He was in Belgravia or Belgravia or wherever. Too. Oh, you know what? That's what I recognized him from. Okay. That's what I recognized. That was another show that was boring. <laughs> and he was um, in Dr. Foster. So, okay, wait. Back to anyway, rewind. Yes, rewind. Let's go back. What is, what are, like, what do we think are, are like, 
like like if we're if we're gonna run with the this is just ripping off Downton Abbey, like in Downton Abbey, you could really see in the first season like what the sort of overarching plots were. What is the overarching plot of the show? Um, I can't. Is it just to get the gay son married, or or the question of the allegedly gay son? I don't know if he's actually gay or not. He could be bi. True. Um, I well. My first argument would be that the the marriage and money issue that we have had front and center, which felt like the main storyline here. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, like that, like it's the a version of the entail. Yeah, the, yeah. That, 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 that remember, is... the, remember the entail, everybody? Yeah, yes, and we all had to Google it. Yes, um, <laughs> I feel like that is definitely part of the main storyline. I feel like the fact that we had her yelling at the husband for stealing the money, that we had her basically saying, I can't run this hotel on credit, the desperation to marry the son to the money in order to get more money, um, the 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 um the the telegram that he sent wanting about money, and then the dude at the end who literally ended the story with the word money, um, albeit in <laughs> Italian, um <laughs> Sort of makes you think that this show might be about money. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they do complain a lot about how they can't run their fancy hotel because they don't have any money. And it took her three years to get the place ready. I mean, what did you live on while you were renovating? Well, and what what define get ready? It looks like she was in there hand carving soaps for the guest rooms. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being mean. I'm sorry. I'm not that sorry. Um, I will note that this is this is actually based on a book. What? Um, it's by a human a, book. A human book. Yes, I have not actually. I admit that I have not actually read it. It is a historical drama, and it is actually pretty recent. I believe. I think it actually came out like I, I last year, maybe, or mm. or the beginning of this year. It's 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 very recent, and I'm not sure if the book came first or the idea for the show came first, and someone wrote the book, and so that there was a book to base it on. I'm not. Or if this is one of those things where, like, the guy sold the book idea and someone optioned it before the book was even done, which is a huge thing now mm-hmm. in the publishing industry, is that you um, getting rights and getting foreign rights before a book is even written is such a big thing. And getting adaptations, especially, you know, especially since Game of Thrones, it's just been it's just it's part of the business. So for all we know, this is a book that, like, got optioned way before it was even published. Um I, uh, I, I, I haven't, as I said, I haven't read the book, so I don't know how much of this is the book and how much of this isn't. Um, but it was part of why I was hopeful that this wouldn't just be Holy Downton Abbey. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, like, I, I, at least from this first episode, I have thus far been disappointed. <laughs> um, I really feel like they should have maybe chunked this up a little bit further and, and, and maybe just tried to make this sort of inaugural episode about the hotel itself and the family at the hotel and, and very focused on like, they're opening this hotel. Here's why they need money. Right. Trying to marry off their son. Like it would have at least been a little more straightforward than introducing all of these other side plots. So like, I don't even care about the main plot yet, guys. Well, as you pointed out, you can't even figure out who is who yet. And I mean, like, let's be honest. I'm sure that when I watched Downton the first time, I couldn't tell you who was who downstairs all that well that there were you know i mixed up the foot i there i you know evil footman and blonde footman you know like i <laughs> right. right like 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 a a, 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 a abusive lady's maid and nice lady's maid right, right like there right, were right, right. it was but at the same time i cared 
by the end of that first episode. And and I wanted to watch the rest of it very, very quickly. Mm-hmm. And I'm I didn't get that here at all. Which is very distressing because if you have a show like this that you want to turn into like a long running series and, you know, to be fair, you know, Lacey, you know, as you said, this is the book, this is the one that was supposed to be for you. Part of the reason why we have so many mysteries is those are the ones that stick. Grantchester Sun's even says in, right? The thing is, though, the thing, the thing is, though, is this sort of premise should be like so easy. Mm-hmm. It's literally named after a place. You just have a bunch of weirdo, interesting people come in and come out, and they each have little small arcs while they're there, mm-hmm. while the larger thing of the family is happening in the background. But they didn't do it right. Yeah, and <laughs> and, and 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 you're right. You know, but also, you know, I, I was just trying to point out, like, you know, Down Abbey only lasted six seasons. You know, we're on season seven of Grantchester and season eight of Endeavor, right? Mysteries are the ones that run long. Well. There are two movies after that. And I think that the reason they switched to movies is because the cast didn't want to spend a year filming in, um, in where are they? Yorkshire? Cornwall? Yeah. Yes. I'm- Yorkshire. Um, um, so yeah, I, 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 I agree with that, but also like, I, I feel like this was a show that really needed to grab on and have extra seasons because so far we haven't had a lot of those, you know, Atlantic Crossing was a closed ended story. Like, this just, just, like, the premise of this does not feel like it's supposed to be a close-ended story. No, but I don't feel feel like like... it's something that's going to, I don't feel like it's something that's going to get a second season from this opening. Are these, I'm sorry, I'm going to say something that's going to sound even meaner than the things I normally say. But this production company uh, is also the same one that's responsible for the remake of Professor T. Yep. And the remake of the one with... uh, Before We Die. Leslie Leslie Sharp, what's it called? Before, we, Before die. we die. And and I don't think either of those set the world on fire because they were basically just carbon copies of of the shows in in their original languages. Like is it I, I'm just asking if is are they the through line problem here? I don't know. Um you know, I love Walter's choice. Um at, because I am someone who likes dark mysteries and I like things that are not in English and I like subtitles because it makes me actually put down my phone and watch the show. Um, and when you are me, somebody who watches television for a living, um, when I watch shows for pleasure, I want something that forces me to watch it um, because otherwise I will not because I am tired of watching things. Um, so I, Walter's Choice felt very much like it was something that was built for me. Um, and I have been very bullish on them from the beginning. And I was very bullish when they when they started making, you know, English language remakes. And I mean, from, I've been, from what I've been given to understand, they're pretty good about picking the foreign language versions. Oh, yes. All of the foreign language. Honestly, Professor T, the original that is actually really, really good. I love it. Um, I was not as big into Before We Die because I'm not into Scandi Noir in quite the same way. But I didn't think it was bad. It was just it was middling to me because, as I said, that's just kind of that's less my cup of tea than like, you know, more Britishy things or more like stuff that's in French or like really interesting things that are like from Latin America that I don't know at all. Right. Like from Brazil, like that stuff. Like, I love that because give me something I've never seen before, please. Um, 
this is and this just feels like a frankenstein version of things i've seen before yes very much so and i think that was my problem with both professor t and before we die is that not only did it feel like something i'd seen before but it didn't feel like it was bringing anything new to the party this does not feel like it's bringing anything new to the party this feels very much like we took down nabby and we put it in italy because italy's pretty i mean italy looks great Italy does look great. I, I'll give it that. And, you know. Um, and the men are like, attractive if we want to be extremely shallow. <laughs> I mean, I will I'm say that. When, when she opened the door and the doctor was half dressed, I was like, ooh, is there somebody in the bed with him? I was um, like, oh, no, he's hooking up with the son. I don't know why I'm so convinced that they're in, like a secret relationship, but I am. I know. I think that there's something there. Yeah. But we, we actually knew that he wasn't because he'd gone to see some lady with really long curly hair like in the previous oh. scene so i knew he wasn't in there but i was sort of hoping there might be a different man and that that we would get some sort of like confirmation on on, on a gay storyline um and no i mean it's europe i mean yeah i and I, I i it's not far from it's not far from some of the places that were gay meccas in that time period um like the ones that i we like the the one where uh uh uh, Leonard goes on vacation with Daniel in in Grantchester, as you you may you may or may not remember that vague prop point. I'm probably just watch Grantchester too much. <laughs> I think what they should have done is just made it the Italian girls in Corfu, because what what Lacey was saying about let's show us what the problem is, what the what the family is trying to do to survive, why they need the money. That's what happens in the Durrell. She's a widow. She needs to support her kids. And they try to turn their house into a guest house. And it's funny, all the different things they have to go through. It's more realistic how much time and what they had to go through to do it. And it was far more charming. And just forget about all this other drama. But, you know, that's me. <laughs> um, I also, the thing is, is that I the show is a trying to do too much. You guys both say that w- what it should do is it should streamline, and I agree with that mm-hmm. fully. Um, I also just don't understand why this show thinks it needs to do this much in a in in a single episode. Why why do you think that is? Why do, is it is it just is it is it insecure about itself? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> I I couldn't tell you. I'm Carmen. Give it a shot because I got nothing. I mean, I, I I don't know. I mean, you know, the idea of the hotel is supposed to be, and it's very that's a very British thing to say. Oh well, we want to travel in Europe, but we want it to feel like we're at home. It's like um, the accidental tourist or something. You know, that's the idea. Um, you know, and they even said that. You know, make sure that it feels like it's home from home, and that's why I think the snobby lady. Julia was upset that there were Italian people. Let's just call her snobby Julia, uh, that there were (laughs) Italian people in, you know, in the hotel. Why are they here? Rude. Yeah, she's very rude. And they're like, well, he went to Oxford. Well, you don't have to explain why he's there. (laughs) Also, also, why did they come to Italy? This also doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I think it's to marry off the daughter, but I'm not really sure why. No, 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 no. I don't mean Julianne Rose. Why are the Ainsworths here? 
because oh. Bella's lover is back in England. That's the right. whole reason that she's being extorted at the end is that she was trying to get a letter to her lover and she didn't give it to her husband because she was afraid her husband would look at it. So instead she gave it to some servant and some Italian government dude decided to open it instead and is now extorting her so that her husband doesn't know she's cheating. Okay, so what Lucian said, what he explained was, first of all, that was where his parents went on their honeymoon. And she was very, uh, Bella was very enchanted with it. And so she always wanted to come back. And they needed a new start after the war because what happened was he had his horrible injuries. Uh, The Alice, the sister, she lost her husband and that's, she's got the little girl and she doesn't have a husband now. And I don't know what's supposed to have happened to Cyril, but they just, uh, they all need a, a new start. So she thought it would be good to go away from England and start in a happy place. Okay. You know, if I'm cheating on my husband with some other dude, I would not leave the country that he was in and start a life over in, in I would, tr- I would. It really I, does feel like a very complicated plan. Maybe three yeah. years ago, she had good intentions that she was going to try to make it work with her husband, but he ends up being a horrible, he, he can't, he can't hold his liquor and he can't stop spending money. So she's like, oh, I'd like to go back to the other guy. Right. I, 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 maybe that's true, but I just don't understand why she's in Italy if the person that she's in love with is back in England. Like, I would understand if her lover was here and that's why she drove her husband to move the entire family down here, because that makes more sense to me. I almost feel yeah. like this lover back in England is really just there so that there is a reason to extort her and an extra plot line that doesn't need to be there. I mean, it kind of does have my girlfriend that lives in Canada vibes. <laughs> for those of you who don't know, that's from the musical Avenue Q. And I'm talking to cover the silence because both of them are laughing. <laughs> I, I just I don't. I think that's also a problem for me with this show. In giving us all these storylines, they forgot to tell us why or forgot to convince us why. No, excuse me. They forgot to show us why they're here. Why, why they we should care about us. any of these people? No, they t- as Carmen said, this is what Lucian says. And she's right. I did forget that he said that. But that's just a that's a piece of dialogue. You have to show me. You have to make me believe it. And there is nothing about what these people do that has shown me or made me believe that anyone in that Ainsworth family has any need to be in Italy other than that's what makes the show go. Yeah, I mean, she could have just opened a hotel in England, like an actual English hotel. Right. But Lucian and Bella both speak Italian. They're both, they like, you know, they're painters, they're creative. They probably really do like Italy. But I mean, who doesn't? Right. But you could just go there (laughs) for holiday. Uh, Yes, I've been there for holidays multiple times in my life. I have never had the urge to move there. Um even though, like, mm, I, I might think about. I've never been, but I'm like, mm, if I if I did some Italian Duolingo, maybe. Um, seriously, uh-huh. like, I, I, there, I love pasta. There, maybe. there is definitely there are definitely moments when I've wondered if living in Milan were sensible, but then I'm sensible and I realize that I don't really right. want to be an expat, <laughs> and being an expat is really tough. And that's you know, and that's in the 21st century. Now I'm gonna go back to the Durls, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> when I know you love the Durls, I love that was the also Durls. Your jam. Um. I, I, I love them more and more as it went on. But anyway, um, they left England and went to Greece because Greece was cheaper to live in. See, and they and, and they wanted a fresh start. 
And there's <laughs> nothing about Italy right now that shows me that that is why they did that. They did this for the savings in that way, because they're clearly still struggling for well, money. Well, yeah, mostly because their whole hotel venture is like, look how posh we are. Yeah. yeah. And well, and the other thing we don't know is maybe her husband, you know, the way he seems to be, maybe he has some scandal or maybe they, they needed to leave the country because it wasn't feasible for them to do business there. Extra plots? I don't need extra plots. I already have enough extra <laughs> I'm, plots I'm here. just making them up. I know. I know. Carmen's, <laughs> trying. Carmen's trying harder than some aspects of this show have tried. <laughs> um, oh, guys, this really like we were on such a good streak. This is so disappointing. It is. Because I feel like this is something that a lot of people will want for like escapist fair this summer. And maybe I'm, like I said, maybe I'm reading the room really incorrectly um, and people will love it. And I just am like the cheese stands alone as I am sometimes. Yeah. And, and I'm like, wow, this is dreadful. But I don't think that I am. Well, and the thing that tells me that I am really trying hard again, because I know I have to watch all of it is that <laughs> I'm trying to think, Oh, well, isn't that a cute little moment? Like, you know, when she's complaining about the potatoes and oh, talking about, yeah, look, for, oh, oh, let us all applaud their discovery of olive, olive oil. oil. Exactly. Oh my God. That was actually, that felt very much like the, um, the moments in Downton where like they get a toaster, you know, <laughs> <laughs> right so you know instead of getting instead of getting like toasters and 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 newfangled ovens and irons you know here we're in italy so we get olive oil i mean i'm pretty sure you could just probably have that shipped to england it's just like a thought that i have right well no i honestly like that is actually one that is actually historically accurate that those sorts of things that sort of importing of food into the uk did not happen until after world war ii um, and that is actually like a real hmm. thing, like it, the the whole cuisine thing that we take for granted now in the 21st Wait, century. What year is this show set in? Tw 1926. Um, so this is very, this is very, honestly, it wasn't until the 1960s when this, when, when this kind of cultural crossover really began to become a thing. And well, I was going to ask which character we all thought was going to become a fascist first, but we got some time. Um, I, I, uh, if I had to say which one of these people would be a fascist first, um, I'd go with probably Lady Latchmere. Oh. Um, who would you go with? Cecil. <laughs> But that's not. I don't think that's out of the realm of possibility. <laughs> Just because I don't like Rose. Him. It's Rose. Rose becomes the secret. You know what? Because her name is Rose, and her mother is so, um, you know, concerned with her getting married to somebody. Well, although they're the rich ones, Titanic vibes. It, yeah, Titanic exactly. Vibes. I wrote down Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wish they had actually done what they did with her with the rest of the characters. They actually dressed her in a color cue that made me remember her name. Yeah. Uh, because her name is Rose and they made her wear pink the whole time. Right. Yes. And if you're going to have 57 characters, y'all, you got to help me a little bit. Yeah. Got to give it, throw me a bone. I would absolutely agree. Um, Part of the reason why I think I, I glommed on to Imogen King as Melissa is that she wears the same sort of blue dress each time. Um. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Lily Fraser's character is always in green, if you notice. Mm -hmm. um, so there are there there is an attempt to make these characters uh, stand out. Constance Constance is dressed in a in a very like severe sort of nanny look. Um, so I always knew who she was without looking at her face. Um, that that's helpful, but the men are all very interchangeable, mm -hmm. um, which is a problem. Did you know that uh, Lucian, he is, um, his last name is Dench. 
Uh, it's Oliver Dench. And I looked it up and Judy Dench is his great aunt. Ha! Huh. Oh, well, this is a little bit like um, when that's a little bit like when I told Lisa, uh, Lacey that Toby Stevens is Maggie Smith. So. Oh. <laughs> Truly not over that. <laughs> I mean, once you see it, you can't unsee British it. Act, right. British acting is so incestuous. It really <laughs> it's is. Nepo- it's all just nepotism all the way down. It so is. I mean, Benedict Cumberbatch is actually yeah. like the son of. Yeah, Pepper. both of his parents are both of his parents are mm-hmm. actors. Yeah. So yeah, it's just it's it's just it's generational. Right. All right. So so since I don't think we're going to come back to this show, oh. um, well, except for poor Carmen who has to. Yeah. Although honestly, like I. Yeah, go with God, girl. But uh, what what do we want to happen, if anything? I am personally am leaning a little bit toward giant meteor strike, but other than that, I don't know. I like Rose. I would like Bella to be happy. She's trying hard. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I mean. She needs to get away from that horrible husband. That's one thing. Uh, yeah, I would actually say that that would be, um, if there is any plot I would like to see happen at the end of this season, if I have to put up with both Cecil and Julia for six episodes, it's that they run away together at the end. Or better, Bella <laughs> sends them both packing. Yeah, right. And she keeps Rose as, like, collateral damage. <laughs> I know, she's like an adopted child. Yeah, she's like, I'm adopting um, you and your money, and I'm sending away your mother and your and, and your father. Goodbye. And, and I'm adopting your money. <laughs> well, of course she's adopting her money. I like that. I like that as an ending. <laughs> then everybody wins, except for the people who are terrible. Right. <laughs> but, but that's not life, is it? <sighs> All right. I feel like we could keep going about this, but... But I don't know that there is super anything else to say. Maybe we'll turn out to all be wrong and the show will become amazing in the next couple of episodes. Somebody email us and tell us, tell us, well, tell me because I won't watch it uh, if that is the case. Um, Carmen, as always, thank you for joining us. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, thank you for thank you for taking one for the team and recapping this. Um, and and Carmen, don't worry because I'm also going to be watching because I'm the one who edits your recaps. Oh, okay. And so I actually sort of watch. So I always watch the episode so I have some clue of what's going on right, before right. I sit down and read what you wrote. Right. I will not. <laughs> um, well, I appreciate that you take that effort. <laughs> I do not. But um, at least I'm upfront about it. Yeah. Anyway, tell the people where they can find you and your recaps of this glorious program. On the internet. Uh, I always uh, retweet uh, anything that I write for you guys. And it's on uh, Brit Telly Addict. Um, or, yeah, at Brit-, Brit Telly Addict. And then if you want to see my dog, squirrels, rabbits, other nature in my yard, I have the same uh, handle on Instagram. And that's probably far more interesting because my dog is adorable. Her dog is adorable. <laughs> I can can confirm. Yes, thank you. Okay, Annie, where do you and your animals live online? Um, you can find me at Annie Bundle on Twitter. You can find me at Miss Annie Bundle on Facebook. You can find pictures of my extremely fuzzy cats um on at Annie Bundle on Instagram. I am a staff writer late daily and uh, the associate editor here at Televisions. Plus, I freelance around the web. Um, and if you want to know what I wrote this week, basically just go to my Twitter and follow me there because I retweet all of my bylines. And uh, this week I'm going to be covering uh Lightyear. Um, the new Pixar movie. So uh, look out for that uh, review. Um, I am very excited for Lightyear only because of the robot cat. That's it. <laughs> uh, the rest of the movie, 
I mean, although, yay, Chris Evans, I support him, but I'm mostly just there for the robot cat. Anyway, um, I am Lacey MB on Twitter. That is L-A-C-Y-M-B. And I write here at Televisions and around the entertainment web. But I always tweet my violence. So if you want to see what I'm up to, give me a follow. If you just want the cat pictures, the boys are on Instagram at Baker and Hammer. If you don't want any of that and you just want the British stuff, the site and the pod are on social media at Televisions Blog, all one word on Facebook, Tele underscore Visions on Twitter. And you can listen to, ugh, let me try that again. And you can listen to episodes of this show, including all of the times I mess up talking, on WETA's YouTube channel, which can be found at WETA PBS. Our site lives at televisions.org. And when you visit us to check out all of our recaps, news updates, and other fun stuff, make sure to click on that donate button up top so we can help so we can keep on making all of this content for your eyes and ears and making so many things that I can't even like get it all out correctly but uh, your donation will also get you access to PBS Passport which is full of early access and binge opportunity goodies for you this summer including Hotel Portofino should you want to just get it all out in the beginning Endeavor the new season of Grantchester when it arrives later this summer, Annika, which won't even arrive till this fall on air, all kinds of stuff. Trust us, you'll enjoy it. Um, that is our show for this week. Thank you for sitting through something that I don't think any of us really enjoyed, but we always enjoy you, the people who are listening to us go on and on. Thanks for being here, and we'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.